Thank you for visiting Discontinued on Display today. We are so glad that you have joined us. At this time, we ask of you a few small favors. Please stay with your guides at all times. If you separate, you may get lost. We ask that you refrain from photography in the museum, and please, don't eat the gummy bears. We just had the carpets cleaned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Discontinued On Display. I am the almighty being that has created everything in the universe, and ergo, omnipotent over all. Uh, I'm watching out for the lightning above my head. Uh, <laughs> my name is Matt. And I am Chris. I am the Big Bang. That's what I am. <laughs> I'm the Big Bang. So I am the magical thing that happened, and um, then there was a universe uh, for an almighty being to to manipulate and create and build. So you're <laughs> welcome, Matt, for exploding. Oh man, Th- this this has been uh, uh, welcome into the season finale, everyone of Discontin- oh, that's yeah, that's why we're here. We're not yeah, just here to yeah, outdo each season other. Season finale of discontinued on display uh, of yep, season one. Um, we're we're we've been we're so excited. Uh, this is this this bit has been a journey. We've started with a faux pas from me of saying chief curator, and uh, it's just since evolved. then <laughs> it has evolved into uh, now we both are pretty much immortal beings mm-hmm. who run a museum we're new we're marvel heroes now we're like the equivalent of thor and loki and i think we both know that you're loki because you're evil uh, uh, you know i'm okay with that you know I, I think we have the beginnings of like our own movie universe here where it's we like, really do like uh two immortal beings of some some you know heavenly realm just are bored with their heavenly realm and decide to go run a museum oh gosh is this my heavenly realm what i'm currently living in <laughs> It doesn't get better from this. <laughs> well, no, we're running the museum right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've just now like pulled back the curtain and revealed that, you know, we got a whole backstory that that's a whole nother, you know, epic podcast that we can, you know, a spin-off now. The the chronicles of our of us creating the universe. You know what that's gonna be? That's gonna be a fun that that turns us have you seen Good Omens or Reddit? I have not. I I know of it. It's it's very good, but in that situation, I think I would be the bad one. I think I would be Crawley. I think that was the bad one. I can't remember. I'd be the David Tennant one, and you yes. would be the other one. You'd be the good angel. I feel like I'm up. I would be up to more nefarious things and tomfoolery, <laughs> and you would just be the nice one. I am very nice. If if anyone who knows me personally, I, I want can... someone. I want someone to draw us like them now. <laughs> I mean, you've heard us request fan art before. Feel free to send anything to discontinuedondisplay at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can draw us however you want. I don't oh, care. don't give them that much clearance. You know. <laughs> the internet's a dark place, Matt. It is, but, you know, I think we have nice, wholesome fans. <laughs> I wish there was an audio version of Chris's face. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> because that, that was an excellent face when I said that. <laughs> Okay, so uh, so you know what are we talking about today? Because uh, you know, great question. We, we felt like uh, we had to go out with a bang, and, or a flush, if you will, or a fl- yes, out with a flush. Um, and uh, this was early on mm-hmm. when we started working together. This is like had to be like second or third week of us working together. I mean, this was we talked about this before we came up with the concept of doing even a podcast it was just yes. something that came up at work one day because we were all really low and we needed a good laugh yes we needed a good laugh and so um we are talking today about haribo sugar-free gummy bears and I, possibly right after that uh there are maybe some of our listeners that immediately busted out laughing and if you didn't uh, you have not Googled Haribo sugar-free gummy bears anytime in the past, you know, five to seven years. If you're feeling really low, I can't recommend it enough. It it gives it's a lovely, jolly little laugh. It's it's a jolly laugh. We're gonna give some snippets in a in a little bit, but yeah. uh um I guess we need to start with like Haribo is a like well respected company. It's a in- very interesting company too, like history wise. Yeah. Um, did you have any of that history? Or? Oh, absolutely. I yes, yes, please. History. Hit us with the history. So Har- Haribo is founded in Germany on December 13th, 1920. And it's founded by Hans Riegel, who was born in a town called Bonn, B-O-N-N. Um, and he trains to be a confectioner, and he becomes partners with a company called or he becomes partners with a gentleman named Heinen. And so they farm Heinen and Regal. And so Haribo or Haribo is a, a anagram. Is that the right term? They slammed all their names together. So the H-A is for Hans. Um, the R-I is for Regal. And then the B-O is for Bonn, Germany, where he's from. So that's how he gets... Uh, I don't know if there's like a, is that's is that just like mashing up your name. It's like a celebrity marriage name. Where... There's a, there's a term for that though. Um, I think. I mean, it's 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 like you know how submarine stands for some something substance stands for something. Uh, it is a oh uh, uh oh uh this is a hard word. <laughs> uh, maybe not a a, a a portmanteau word. No, I don't think that's what it is. No, but it's like because it, it's not that because like it, what I'm thinking of each letter represents oh, yeah. one word versus this is like it's it's not like that, but it's kind of like that. He he broke it. It's it's like it's Tom Riddle is Voldemort is essentially kind of what this. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. The Voldemort of the candy world. Literally, actually, what we're talking about is the Voldemort of the candy world. Oh no, this is this is this is right. Okay, hang on, I'm, I need to listen to this. Portmanteau. So portmanteau is, uh, this is very interesting, is a blend of words in which parts of multiple words are combined into a new word, as in smog, coined by blending smoke and fog, or motel from motor and hotel. So I learned something. A portmanteau. Dropping the knowledge on you all. That's going to be our new spinoff podcast, is we're going to just look up weird words that we've never heard of before (laughs) and discuss them and try and say them. Like I'm me doing... saying the Guahanama blah, 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 Berry from last time. <laughs> and Pinot Grimace. 
I, I have no grimace. idea how hard I had to concentrate in order to say that. Um, oh, it, it, fun, fun thing. Word. I'm, I'm doing a, uh, virtual European vacation with my, uh, residents that where I work at, at this summer. And, uh, there are some countries that we visit that are very hard to pronounce any name. We were just in Romania and I was like, I, I, this person, I don't know how to pronounce his name. It, it's, it's this guy. He invented the fountain pen. That's it. Oh gosh. Do you, and can you, rem- what, what is his name? Well, I have no idea. It's 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 a it's a Eastern European name that I can't pronounce. So get it. I guess we should probably jump back into Europe. Um, yes, yes, Haribo. Haribo. Um, I actually think it's Haribo. I think it's, oh, I, I I just remember from the jingle, you know, the happy world of Haribo. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, did you? The have, jingle? Have you been eating the gummy bears? No, the the jingle. That's a that's like a the real jingle that I've I've heard. never heard that. You've never um, heard that until I heard it in this nightmare fashion that I just experienced. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's it's a it's a real mouthful jingle, but it ends with like the happy world of Harry Bow. Well, okay, I'll say Harry Bow if it gets you to stop singing. <laughs> So, you know what? I'm. This is the a first for the show. I'm going to insert when I edit this. I'm going to insert a clip of this uh, uh, jingle here. So please, uh, yes. Yeah, so it be, here, I'm going to insert it now. What I want is I want you to play us out, but not with the jingle. With you singing the jingle, get a, get a little remix in there. Put a beat behind it. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I don't have that kind of time. I got I got two kids. Like Man, I'm trying to give history here, and you're coming at me with your shenanigans sorry, sorry. and your I've, and your mixtape rap album of horrible sugar free gummy bears. Okay, history go. So, um, founds his company and he starts the happy world of Haribo um, from a home kitchen with just sugar, marble slab, a stool, um, a stove copper pot rolling pin and his wife gertrude and gertrude is the company's first employee and delivery person and she delivers the gummy bears on her bicycle that is what she does and she does it for like a year before like they bring trucks into the equation uh this is the highest selling gummy bear in all of america and in 2015 they opened their very first u.s headquarters in wouldn't you know it matt rosemont illinois so they they come to illinois no way. apparently Every single product we've ever talked about gets made in Illinois. <laughs> that's that's so strange. I mean, I guess Midwest is known for like factory, you know, production type things. Mm-hmm. Like this is not uncommon, but it, it just, uh, you know, there's lots of oh, more open space here in the Midwest. But Rosemont, there's not necessarily like oodles and oodles spa- of space. Yeah, so that's well, that's just their headquarters. So they just rented oh. off like an office building. Oh, it's an office. However, building. their first factory is coming now to Pleasant oh. Prairie, Wisconsin. I actually saw it being built on my way in oh. uh, to Wisconsin a few weeks ago. Um, it might have been months ago now. There used to be a Jelly Belly distribution center there, and so you could like take a little train through the distribution center and learn how Jelly Bellies were made. But they closed it. Is the is it still there? Can we like break into the factory? <laughs> The the best part was that they had bags of reject jelly beans. So like jelly beans that jelly bellies that were just misshapen, but tasted fine, but they couldn't like sell them because the whole thing is like they need a sh- the perfect shape. But the, it was great. It was, it was really fun. Oh, that sounds lovely. And you got to ride a train. So 
Who you doesn't know. like that? Yeah. Anyway, I love like the people mover in Epcot. Oh, well, yeah. not in Epcot in uh, Tomorrowland. Yeah, it's, it's nice, delightful, nice, relaxing ride in the Milwaukee County Zoo. There's a train. Always got to ride it. One of my um, one of my life dreams is to um, travel on the Orient Express. Ooh. in Europe to go from start to end. Ooh, that's pretty fun. So yeah, yeah. trains are fun. I grew up with Thomas. Like I love me some Thomas the Tank Engine. Yes. Thomas the Tank Engine. What a weird show when I really think about it, but a cool show. Why is it weird? I like the trains just make faces. They don't like they're not animated or anything like that. They just like there's a story going on and then all of a sudden their faces change. It's just kind of I don't know. It's just it's just kind of like, oh, okay. It's just kind of weird. Maybe I've been too corrupted by today's new I think we've been too corrupted by Disney. Yeah. And and like the fact that like the animated people can like move individual joints <laughs> and like have very fine hairs all over their heads. The Thomas the Tank Engine people are like, listen, we're just going to change the faces when something happens. Yeah. And they're going to be shocked. It's going to be lovely. Yeah. Um, uh, so, I mean, Haribo gummy- has yes. really, I mean, exploded as, I mean, I believe they're like number one gummy bear seller. They've made other gummy things mm-hmm. like they're, they're very popular when it comes to gummy things. Speaking of exploding. Um, in 2014, a lot of people started exploding uh, because of the happy world of Haribo. Yes. So this is, we come to the reason why this was discontinued. We'll get into the science of why this, I I, I will give the, uh, you know, I, I feel like you give the history and I give the science, apparently. Yeah. And the science of this is very interesting. I didn't realize there was science behind it. I just thought people, I thought it was just mismade and people were getting sick. Yes. So, um People would eat these and then they would have explosive poops very quickly. Um, And this was not like after eating a, you know, five pound bag in one sitting. Like this was after eating like 15 to 30 gummy bears. And I would say most people that enjoy uh, uh, candy like gummy bears, you're not like eating five of them and saying, well, I'm good. Like you're taking a couple handfuls and and eating them. So we're not going to like read all of this stuff. But I I I have I we have some um, like snippets of you have quotes from the reviews. Quotes from the reviews. um, Where okay Um, uh, again as as uh, as we said, if you want a very very fun. Uh, afternoon, you know, you want to spice up work a little bit. Uh, if you you feel comfortable with your coworkers, feel free because man, people have really gone all out. Let's see. Here we go. Um, this is one of my favorite. Uh, when the rumbling started, I sprinted down the hallway and made it to the bathroom just in time for the four horsemen of the apocalypse to stampede from my backside. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. One of my favorites, and I'm good. I'm paraphrasing it, but it's about the dad who took his son to a basketball game, and he had, and like he, the dad eats the gummy bears and like has to take his like four year old with him to the stall because like he can't just leave his four year old like out and about. So he's like in the stall, like it, everything's just happening. His son is crying because he doesn't know if his dad is dying, and frankly, <laughs> the dad doesn't really know if he's dying or not. And he's like, you can just hear a pin drop. There's other people. He's like, I can see their shoes pointing at me. And no one is speaking. 
<laughs> uh, gastrointestinal Armageddon. That that might sound funny, but when you've eaten something that has basically turned you into the blueberry girl from Willy Wonka. <laughs> oh, way to bookend the podcast! Yeah, look at me. Um, uh, the the. The reviews go on and on and on, and and they're about half of people that unknowingly did this, and half of um half of the people that like w- heard about it and went, "There's no way this is true," and like took a challenge. Um, this one is entitled "The Top Critical Review is entitled Saint Diarrhea Days Massacre," <laughs> <laughs> and and it it's like so if, if you think. If you think, you know, poop talk is hilarious, um, which, you know, I'm pretty much 12 in terms of mentality. So I I think, you know, poop talk is hilarious. There's just there's so many just great quotes and people that have wrote like epic novels and short stories of with their experience. So do you have any more quotes that stood out to you? I don't have any quotes specifically, but I do have, um, and speaking of reviews and bring up about eating a full five pound bag. Um, so the guy, we spoke about him when we talked about crystal Pepsi, LA beast. He has a YouTube channel. He's a competitive eater and he drank the, the decades old crystal Pepsi and pr- proceeded to vomit on screen. Um, he ate a five pound bag of the hell bears. Oh, no. And um, he set up a camera to point into his bathroom so you could see him but not see anything inappropriate. So to describe it not graphically, because, I mean, I about, again, I take a little bit of pleasure in the misfortunes of others, and this is one of those scenarios. So, like, you see him, like, stumbling, waddling into his bathroom going, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And you see him sit, and you can't, like, you see him go down and, so you don't see any like pants come off or anything. So it's very YouTube appropriate. It's technically family friendly. And then you, you hear Armageddon, you hear what those reviews describe and what takes me home country roads is um, this exact quote as he's dying slowly on his commode. It feels like Mount St. Helen just exploded out of my, you might need to bleep that, but it's, I have to say the quote in full. It's it's totally worth it. Um, He did this at the start of the review phase, um, the big fad that happened in January 2014. Um, But just to hear the regret that, like, you can read regret, but you can hear it (laughs) if you take it at the moment to watch him do this to himself. And it is, it's pure, it's pure delight. So... I I agree with you. What you said earlier was I thought they were just poorly made. Mm-hmm. And so like they 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 didn't, you know, make them right and it just caused people intestinal problems. But there's actually a ton of science behind this, which mm-hmm. is what I found the most fascinating. So, you know, it, there there was a big sugar-free craze when, you know, diabetes, excuse me, really started becoming a bigger deal. As well as in general, we started realizing, oh, we should maybe try to cut out sugar from things. Um, so, I mean, that's that's a noble goal. But um, so Haribo Candy Company, they chose to replace sugar in their gummy bears with lycosin, which lycosin's main ingredient is. Uh, m- m- uh, hang on. Let me get my uh, where's my pronunciation guide here. Um, 
Yes. Maltitol. Is Maltitol. that the word? Is that the uh-huh. word you're trying to say? Yes. Maltitol. I think it's maltitol. 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 I tried. Oh, like Google has a mouth that. Hang on. Oh my gosh, Google has a mouth that like will. It doesn't just. Uh, it doesn't just give me the pronunciation. I can hit play, and this bottom half of the mouth will show me how it works. Wow, that's fun. Okay. Um, oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, it's very terrifying. I've never seen that before. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's very terrifying. Okay, it can anyway, go slow. so <laughs> it's maltitol, and maltitol is made in labs from sugar maltose, and so which, like many sugars, is two rings made of oxygen and carbon that are joined together. And so to make this sugar alcohol, chemists break one of those rings apart. So the broken ring passes through the digestive system untouched, whereas the intact ones our body uses for energy. What the good thing with that means is that there's fewer calories, you're absorbing less. But uh, then we've all seen what happens. So what happens is the maltitol makes your intestines draw water into the digestive tract by osmosis. And water in your intestines means things are going to get moving. (laughs) that's science and the other problem was your body can't fully digest maltitol and so it gets broken down into bacterias that that thrive in our gut which is fine but bacteria likes to make gas and so when you have gas that means there's going to be more flatulence and other stuff like that um and so I mean, ultimately, maltitol is prescribed by doctors to help people who are constipated. Like, the, if you ask a doctor what is going to help me take a poop, it's uh, maltitol might be something that they prescribe to you. And so it was very much like if you ate two of these, it wasn't going to be a problem. But when you eat 30 of them, all those undigestible broken molecule rings are just piling up in your stomach and drawing all of this water and creating all of this bacteria. And it just, that combination was, was just horrible. (laughs) It was horrible. And, and clearly it was not like, I don't, I, I did not read any reviews of people that were like, oh yeah, I ate, I ate 50 of them and I was fine. Like everybody experience this it's just how the human body works so i I found that just absolutely fascinating that just there was a real science behind it not just like it was poorly made and like here's just to jump off your study it's according to some studies that i saw even just 40 grams of maltitol can cause gastrointestinal responses and 40 grams is the equivalent of 15 bears so it doesn't take (laughs) a lot that's probably like maybe a handful yeah. Yeah. That's like maybe even like a serving size of bears. I don't know what a serving size of Haribo gummy bears are, but I feel like we've backed off the sugar free a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like sugar free stuff still definitely exists, but I think we went through a phase where it was like, we can get alternative sweeteners. And then we figured out, oh, wait, alternative sweeteners aren't necessarily any better for us than Correct. sugar. In fact, sugar's better in some situations. Yeah. In some situations, sugar is better. I mean, there's, as always, like if. There's good natural substitutes. Like 
if I make yogurt, for example, I think I mentioned this when we talked about yogurt. I put honey in it. I get yeah, like a plain a really Greek yogurt sweetener. and I put honey in there. Um, and it does the job. I don't need to add a lot of sugar. Have you used stevia before? No, I've heard. I thought I heard that stevia wasn't good for you. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, the aftertaste is usually what people say is it has a weird aftertaste. I've just always been like of the impression that sugar free doesn't necessarily mean it's it's good for you. It's the same thing with like gluten free, like mm-hmm. gluten free doesn't mean it's good for you. Bacon is gluten free. But if you eat nothing but bacon for the rest of your life, you're going to have some problems. Just um, a couple. But but what, say it again. Just a couple. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of problems. I, I mean, that's true. Not a lot. Just I mean, your heart, heart would probably hate you. <laughs> um but i think a lot of people like got in this narrative like oh if it's gluten free it's healthy Mm -hmm. for me um my wife had a there is a uh local um it is a very fun place called ethereal confections this is downtown woodstock illinois and it is a coffee and chocolate and alcohol bar place they also do like lunches and things like that really cool but one of the things my wife is gluten free and dairy free for medical reasons and all of their chocolate is dairy free and a lot of their treats are gluten free and so i bought her today we were on we were downtown and we were listening to a concert on the square and uh so i went and got some drinks and a treat and i got her it was called a scandalous brownie and it was gluten free and vegan and it was a brownie with a gluten free oreo in the middle of it with a cookie topping. Wow. It looked insanely good. Not healthy for you. <laughs> I want it. I want it right now. It, it, Woodstock it, is far from me, but I'm going to make the drive for this thing. I will say, Ethereal Confections, if you are anywhere near Woodstock, Illinois, it is it is definitely a great stop. Uh, uh, they do like really nice wine and chocolate pairings and other alcohol and chocolate pairings for really reasonable prices. So uh, shout out to my... The town I live in. Woo! I, I, when I was in college, a girl in my uh, my rhetoric class, she was gluten free, and her speech, her whole class project was gluten free is not an everyone diet. It is specifically for people who medically cannot ingest gluten. Um, it is not a fad diet. Please stop going gluten free if you don't medically need to. The one thing I will say that the fad diet has caused is there is a readily of more readily available gluten free things mm-hmm. that companies are like, oh, well, this is a fad. So we'll make some. And so I, that that's one thing that has been nice is that it's been easier to eat gluten free in the past, I think, two to three years because it has caught on as a fad. So mm-hmm. I get what she's saying. Absolutely. That that there's some people that that got on it thinking this was going to like change their health and it's like it's not no but, and, I, and and I, if i remember correctly she said it could hurt you it, like mm-hmm. it can harm your body for doing this yeah yeah so okay my question for haribo the, the haribo company i i don't know how any of this works but i feel like you probably like test your food like you don't just like make some food and go I'll bet it's fine and package it up and send it out to everyone. Like, I feel like you go through taste tests and focus groups. I mean, this is probably not just with food, but I know like toys and products and other stuff like that. They have focus groups that come in. 
how in the world did nobody catch this? Like probably because nobody was eating enough. Like so you like, said, you could eat one or two and probably be, be probably be fine. So you think they were just like serving them like a little cup of like two yeah. or three or five? That's what I think. Hmm. No one's. They're not going to give someone a whole bag and say, "Eat this whole bag." <laughs> but I mean, like a handful. I think they gave them like a proper serving set. Let me do a quick Google search. What is a the serving, serving size of of Haribo sugar free gummy bears? Haribo. Gummy bears. I bet it's only a couple. Okay. So a serving, according to Google, for Herbo gummy bears would be 17 pieces. So that's, I mean, that would have been enough. Potentially enough. Um, so I could see them giving, I mean, sugar-free gummy bears might have a smaller serving size. Um, it might not have been enough. People might, might not have eaten them all. Um... People might have been a little embarrassed to say what happened. I I genuinely think they probably each got like five gummy bears a pop. Okay. And then like one of those small paper cups. I think that's what happened. And so it probably just didn't trigger anything. And they were like, oh, yeah, these taste good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then shipped them out. And then when people ate entire bags of them. Yeah. Because again, who's going to think. Exams. <laughs> or on an airplane or yeah. with your child in a porta potty. I think um, not porta potty. Uh, handicap ball. Ba- that's where a that basketball was. game at a basketball game. Um, I think that. Um, yeah, like who would have thought that that was going to happen? Like, no, I don't think anyone ever thinks we need to test how much of this intake will make you sick. Like, great example. One of my favorite comedians um, is Sarah Millican. She is a British comedian. I think she's effing hilarious. I love her. Um, and she has this bit where she talks about how she thought she had been allergic to apricots because she ate a whole bag of dried apricots. And it's not that she's allergic and she had gastrointestinal problems. And it's not that she's allergic to apricots. She's allergic to eating a whole bag of apricots. So like, I don't think anyone like thinks like, oh yeah, here's like, like with the, let's use Dressel's cake for an example. No, when they made this cake, everyone sampled a slice. It wasn't like, now I want you to eat the whole cake to see if you're going to crap in your pants <laughs> like who would think that that's true like you're not thinking like you're not thinking about that as a as a food company potential hazard thinking. yeah <laughs> <That's> the- <laughs> no one's like are the dan and sprinklins gonna make the kids have to go back into diapers like no <laughs> no, no 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 i don't know i i still i i feel like probably when haribo now though releases anything new they like all right, focus group. Here's a five pound bag. You eat, eat all it. of these, <laughs> and let us know what happens. Speaking of Haribo releasing things, yes. What did they release? No, I was gonna say. What about them re-releasing something? Like, did they? Oh, no, they didn't. But that's this is the part of the show where you and I talk about this. I was like, what? <laughs> they didn't. No, they didn't. I mean, it's pretty clear the obvious answer. I mean, is unless no. and is no, unless you brought it back and put it in joke shops. Oh, even that, in that case. But it, pe- but people it, got really sick. But that's the thing is, it seems like it was severe enough that it wouldn't be like a ha ha. You farted a couple times. Like it was. <laughs> some people were down and out for the count for a good like twenty four hours. I think um, the only reason they would come back. Is if we changed the sugar-free substitute, that would be it. 
just like yeah, a, and an option I'm, for people who don't want to consume sugar. So it is a quote, quote, healthy snack. But I think it's healthier just to eat the sugar gummy bears and be honest about yourself and your love of gum. I freaking love gummy candies. Uh, yes. Um, love them. I'm not a sugar your- candy person. Like I'm not like big. In- I think we talked about this with Wonka bars. Um, I, I don't really prefer like nerds or sweet tarts. Like I'm never going to, or runs. I'm never going to go for like those, but give me a box of Sour Patch watermelons. Mm. Give oh, me gummy worms, gummy lifesavers. I'll kill someone for those. <laughs> they are so delightful. The mouthfeel is stellar. The taste, scrum umptious. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I like, I like gummy things as well. Um, um, as I'm learning more about myself as an adult, I'm learning that I, I think I have some like sensory processing things and just have, you know, gone through life figuring out how to deal with it. But I think I like gummy things for that reason is like, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, very delightful. It's a tough chew. And so I like, I have to work at it. It's a very sensory experience. Um, peach rings. I really like, uh, gummy peach mm-hmm. rings, um, I've had gummy sharks before. Those are delightful. I love the gummies um, at Trader Joe's. Please sponsor me, Trader Joe's. I'll get a tramp stamp for you, Trader Joe's. Um, I will literally call put, us bluff, Trader Joe's. Sponsor put, us just so I can get a Trader Joe's cha- tramp stamp on Chris. I'll do it. You think I won't do it? All I have to do to pay at the Trader Joe's is flip up my shirt and show my lower back until the day I die. I'll do that. It'll be a barcode that they can scan. Scan. Yes. It'll be the logo for Trader Joe's and like a QR code barcode situation. Could you imagine being the poor clerk who had to ring me out? That'll be $200. Oh, yeah. Just scan my account, please. Some some like 16-year-old kid that like first job like, uh, what's going on? Why? I don't think I've ever seen. I don't think. I think you have to be 18 and older to work there. I, I've I never seen a too. young person working at my Trader Joe's. Um, not that I've seen like old people working at my Trader Joe's, but people who are clearly like over out of high school are working at my Trader Joe's, like college and up and like lovely grownups. I love the people who work at my Trader Joe's. Yes. They know who I am. They don't card me anymore, which is a dangerous thing. (laughs) It was a moment I realized I either look really old or I come here too much. And uh, fun fact, it's both. Yeah, I'm starting to get known at the Aldi because I buy $2.95 Winking Owl wine for my residence. And did you know that Aldi and Trader Joe's have a feud? I I thought they're owned by the same company. No, they're owned by the same family. So one brother owns Trader Joe's and the other one owns Aldi. I have a friend who works for Aldi and <laughs> always gives me a hard time for shopping at Trader Joe's. Always. It's different. Like Aldi and Trader Joe's are different things. Like Trader right. Joe's has a lot of unique things. Correct. And so if you're looking for something like you've never had before, you're like I'm looking for a new food experience. Go to Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's, like we're writing your ad for you right now. Um, you can go to Trader Joe's. They have lovely treats and other stuff like that. Um uh, and then Aldi is just a great place to grocery shop on a budget. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we we halved our grocery bill. Uh, and then it allows you to get like fun, special stuff. They're like, oh, I'll get this treat because I can. I've got the extra money. I, I think Trader Joe's is really reasonably priced, too. I oh, think it that's is. something the family does across the board. Um, and I don't I don't maybe it's just because I don't know if it's hipstery. I feel healthier when I eat at Trader Joe's, even when I eat their treats and I often get their treats. I have a sickness for that. 
I love the chocolate cat crackers and cookie butter. I thought you were about to say the chocolate peanut, dark chocolate peanut butter cups, the mini ones. I mean, they're those the, are good too. They're at their checkout counter and I always buy a bag and I have a Dapper Dan's Disney mug that sits on one of my shelves in my kitchen and I dump them in there. And when I walk past, I always take one. Oh, like, see, that's, ooh, a piece too- of candy. Yeah. Ooh, a piece of candy. Yeah, they would. Be, th- those would be gone like a day for me. Um, I have terrible self control. That's when it why comes I to hide sweets. them. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I just can't. I, if I have sweets in the house, I'm going to eat them at an alarming rate. And I've accepted this, and that's why I just don't buy sweets that often. When your daughters can start going trick or treating. Okay, ooh. my daughter is the the weirdest kid. My oldest. Um, we. We go to the, there's a local place in, in Crystal Lake, Illinois called the freeze. It's your like little tiny shack of an ice cream shop, but they make great ice cream. My wife took her on a special trip to go. They, we were going to pick something up and she comes back and she's like, we're going to stop by the freeze and we're going to get a special treat. She asked my daughter, what do you want? Anything you want. There's pictures of Sundays. There's pic with all kinds of things on them with delicious things french fries she wants french fries she's after my own heart i'm much i'm much much more a savory eater however this time i've had a weird craving for ice cream it's i ice cream has been a a winner throughout this whole pandemic i've just a lot of ice cream being consumed in my house um we should make french fry flavored ice cream to appease your daughter yeah no 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 No, 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 yeah. no, I, we're, we're going down so many rabbit holes here. Have you heard of Jones soda and yeah, their, yeah. yeah. And they're like Thanksgiving dinner soda. No. Yeah. It's disgusting. I want it. <laughs> um, it's, it's great. Yeah. It, uh, I should say, it, it, it tastes like a Thanksgiving dinner. Like it, it, it's, it's, it's legit. Um, but it is, it, it's a, it, it is a hard experience. <laughs> Oh, I want it. I, love I wonder if they still make it. We'll have to better. see. If, if not, we can. We can talk uh, about it. We can talk about it. Look for it around Thanksgiving time. A lot of times they'll sell it in like a three pack where it's like turkey uh, and then like a gravy and then a pumpkin pie soda. And you can like get all three of them. Crystal gravy. It's 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 uh, it's it's a it's a wild trip. I feel like pumpkin pie could be fun. Uh, they make a candy cane soda that is like really oh. refreshingly peppermint. Like it's really good. I, I really enjoyed it. We should do um, an episode around the holidays where we just sample some other sodas. I know it's not discontinued, but yeah, something's got to be try discontinued. Try and stop me. <laughs> we can do whatever we want. It's our podcast. Um, so a lot other dessert that is now wrapping it up with gummies. So like, is worms and dirt like a really like delicate dessert for delicate, delicate. decadent dessert for you? Don't break the worms and dirt. Um, decadent one because it's like got the the pudding and the brownies and, the <laughs> and gummy worms in there. I'm just powering through. I'm powering through. Go, 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 go. You see, I always have my worms and dirt with my McDonald's wine. Okay. A lovely you know. glass. I recline. I gently, I get out my finest bone china made in China. And I have my sterling silver dirt dirt worms spoon before i eat it that's how delicately i eat that treat oh i love i love worms and dirt i think it's so fun it's it's and it's so easy like what an easy dessert to make it's (laughs) that really is a real cow crowd cowed pleaser crowd pleaser oh my gosh i'm starting to go (laughs) i'm not drinking anything usually i'm having like a beer or something when we're recording and 
uh, not this time. Uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, yeah, the, clearly these should not come back like in no. any way, shape, or form. And I, I, I don't think the company and or nor is anyone clamoring for them to come back. Uh, there's plenty of reviews online of of that you should absolutely waste an afternoon reading. Oh yeah. They've served their purpose. Um, yes, yes. They they have given us great content, and now they can ride off into the sunset or and never be seen again. <laughs> um, but the scars will be permanent. Oh yes. Anything uh, else on on these uh, uh, devil bears? No. But before we actually wrap up, wrap up uh, the episode, I do want to quickly. Um, I have to make two addendums to previous episodes we've talked Ooh. about. Um, I posted about one of these things on our Instagram. Um, so I'll start with that one. You can still get Wonder Balls. Yes. I sent you those pictures. I was at a show I directed this last weekend and a friend came and it was an outdoor show. And she ta- she like reaches over my shoulder and just hands it to me. And it's it was a Paw Patrol Wonder Ball. Um and it had a toy and the candy. So I opened it and I took out the ball, which had shattered within its foil. Oh. So I didn't get the pleasure of breaking the Wonder Ball. And there were like these raspberry sugar candies in there, which actually made the chocolate taste really fun. It kind of oh, gave it this like raspberry yeah. flavor. Uh, the candies were a little stale, not that great, but the ball was nice. Um, and then underneath that, there was a, a thing that separated the ball from this yellow capsule. And in there was a like a squishy suction cuppy uh, Paw Patrol toy that sits on my desk at work now. Fun. Do they only come in Paw Patrol or is there I other? I have no idea. Ah. And there were two stickers in there too. So it was literally, remember we talked about that, like just package it all together. Yeah. That's what happened, Matt. They heard our podcast and they they brought it back. You know, we're just so popular. We're that popular. We're changing, changing the companies. World. Changing, changing the how they do sponsorships with barcodes on tramp stamps, on tramp you know. Stamps. Um, the other addendum I needed to make is Wonka bars. Not that Wonka bars are currently available, not that I know of, but we had said that there would be no reason to do a new Willy Wonka movie. And apparently they are making a Willy Wonka movie with Timothy... The, the guy from... That's exactly how you pronounce it. <laughs> Um, get Google up here. It's the guy from, um, what was it? Call me by your name. He's in a lot of, he's just a, he's a small petite youth of a boy who is like, he's in Ladybird. I think he's in Ladybird too with what's her name. Uh, Are you uh, looking uh, how to uh, pronounce it? Chalamet. It's yes. Chalamet. Tim- Timothy, Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Um, he's supposed to be playing a young Willy Wonka, and it's supposed to be a prequel story. Are you excited about that? Not at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm. It's it's one of those like who who's asking for this? No one. Like, is is someone is someone are, are the masses really going? You know, I really want to know what Willy Wonka was before the Chocolate Factory. I think it's a uh, our old boss would like that. Um, but I think one thing I will say is I think he was a very smart physical choice. He looks a lot yes. like a, I could see him like l- looking and embodying the young Gene Wilder. So I, I could see where that happens. So I could see Wonka bars now making a like a temporary re like reappearance and resurgence because of a prequel movie for Willy Wonka. It'll be interesting. We'll have like we're we now have to keep an eye on all of these products because if they come back, we immediately have to like 
buy it. to it. Yeah. And, and except Haribo sugar-free gummy bears, I'm not, I'm not eating those. Not in a million years. Really no, every no, no. other product, if it came back, I would absolutely try it. Which one would you want to try? Like which one of everything we've talked about this season, which one would you want to try the most? That's a really great question. I know which one um, I would. I think this is really weird, but I really want to eat a McPizza. Yes, it's mine. <laughs> I want the McPizza. I want to try that. I'm I want to so bring curious. Yes, I want to bring my family to the McDonald's and have a server bring me a full pizza. I see. I'd be happy with just the little personal ones. Oh yeah, no. I want. I want the full experience. I guess the, I the other try one. The pizza. The other one that I would um, that I would really like would be the Josta. That's my number three. Uh, 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 just weird energy drink just seems interesting. I'd be interested Um, in that or crystal Pepsi as my, I think those, I'd be interested to try those, that those in the McPizza. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let us know on our socials. What, what product from this first season that you would like to not necessarily see most come back, but would, would like to try the, the one you want to try the most. I'll see if Um, I can make a poll on Instagram for it. Oh, yeah, we can do polls and things like that. Mm-hmm. Get our social media being all hip and cool. I'm going to try. I'm going to try and not be that old man who buys too <laughs> much liquor from the Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, the end of season of season one. We are we've completed our the tour, the grand tour of our first exhibit. Um, man, this has been, this has been really fun. I, this has been a ton of fun to put together. I, not that I mean, we get to do it again. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I, not that I didn't think this was going to be fun, but I think it was (laughs) even more fun than what I, the fun that I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So, I mean, I suppose, uh, you know, it kind of the wonder of if you're a fan of this podcast is when are you coming back? When's the second season? Um, you know, we're taking just a little bit of break to curate and and recharge and relax after we've, you know, done all of our museum duties. Um, so we're going to be like when George R. R. Martin and we're never going to come back. There's never going to be an end. And HBO is going to come up with a bad ending and make a series <laughs> about Matt and I running a museum. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> So, so Chris, when when are we coming back? We have officially set the date, and so when are when can you expect that we are dropping in your inbox again? So mark your calendars; it's a little ways out there, but keep your eyes on Thursday, September 9th. You're, it is our, our Labor Day gift to you. We are going to make a labor of love and give it to you that week on the ninth of september and we're coming back hot with what's our topic matt we're coming back with toys Woo! kind of the most obvious like uh you know probably the big like discontinued things are food and toys and we already and have some audience suggestions for what they want yes. us to talk about and if you have more please throw them our way we're start we're just starting to come up with our long list of what we'll talk about uh so please feel free to add to that because i'm more than willing to I, I think you figured out at this point i am more than willing to put your stuff on the pod Absolutely. Yeah. I, I know we've got some that we absolutely have to do. And um, mm-hmm. I found some in my research, like preliminary research that I'm like, Ooh. this, this is really weird and I love it. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be, it's going to be very fun. And, if, and similarly, if you have ideas for future seasons, I've had a couple people reach out to me uh, about future, like here should be the theme of your, of, Ooh, uh, of please, an exhibit. Yes. Like, please uh, uh, definitely 
uh, re, uh, let us know those ideas. I know um, my co-host of Beers and Ears, shameless plug, uh, he had a good idea for a, a season that uh, uh, we we maybe will think about doing you know in the future as well is it discontinued disney because that's a whole like no it is not discontinued disney it was something totally different that i won't reveal right now oh mystery only casey will know what he suggested to me (laughs) okay well i mean i think we wrap up this exhibit uh we wrap up the season and i feel like there should be like fireworks and a parade that happens or something right now Oh, look at that band. Look, wow, there's so many trombones. <laughs> wow, these are great. They're throwing candy off the floats. Woo! Okay. Is it sugar free? Um, uh, no, sugar filled. As much sugar as you possibly can get in a candy. And McPizzas and, oh, you know, they're just throwing whole McPizzas at you. That's hot. Uh, and you have to, you have to catch them. Um, so, yes, uh, thank you so much to you all who are have been avid listeners. We hope you, uh, you know, uh, 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 stick around for season two. It's going to be awesome. Um, we've really appreciated all of your inputs and social media engagement and uh, even like telling us that you're enjoying the podcast. Um, if you are enjoying the podcast, tell a friend. Uh, you know, right now they've got a little bit of a break where they can binge season one of, of our podcast. And we don't have like epically long episodes. You can binge us pretty quickly. And so definitely I challenge, I challenge you to tell someone, tell us if you're enjoying this podcast, tell someone about it. And if you would like to get a hold of us, Chris, how can they do that? You can email us at discontinuedondisplay at gmail.com or reach out to us on one of our two social media platforms uh, on Twitter. We are at discontinuedpod and on Instagram, we are at discontinuedondisplay. Yes. And as always, a rate and review us. Uh, we it's it's very you've all left such nice reviews uh it's it it warms my heart to see how much people are enjoying it and uh, give us that five stars um it really does help uh people more organically find our podcast and uh so yeah absolutely um all right anything else from you chris not anything else for me i cannot wait to see you guys in our next season i'm very excited about it We will see you soon, everyone. See you, everybody. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.